This is the Morning Sports Desk for Monday, February 27th on KWAD. Well, how was your weekend, Corey? Uh, it was fine. Just like a normal, not much going on kind of weekend. How about yours? Uh, pretty much the same thing, but it was a pretty busy weekend in terms of our local sports. There was a lot of section wrestling going on this weekend. Uh, Indeed, there was a number of individuals punched their ticket to the state tournament. State wrestling, by the way, this week at the XL Energy Center. Uh, Team wrestling is Thursday with individual wrestling both Friday and Saturday. Some area teams in the team tournament include... Pequot Lakes Pine River Bacchus in the 2A tournament. In the single A tournament, West Central Area, Ashby Brandon Evansville, and United North Central, uh, whom of which we will be following uh, the Warriors throughout their tournament run. They will wrestle Thursday morning at 9 a.m. And they take on Caledonia-Houston in the first round. Uh, Win or lose, they wrestle again at 11. And then, depending on how things go, uh, again in the evening. Um, if they all they have to do is win once to wrestle in that like evening session. Um, if they go oh for their first two, the the season comes to a close. But we will follow UNC wrestling on Thursday, and that uh, obviously team wrestling tournament is just an all-day affair. Uh, That's what takes up the entire day. Individual stuff starts on Friday. As a matter of fact, the individual stuff begins at 9 a.m. Friday morning. And uh, and wrestling fans know this, but that's a long damn day. That is like 9 a.m. and it's scheduled to end at 9.30 and it never does. <laughs> <laughs> it never does. So that will be a long day. The format this year, the schedule this year, is that session one runs from like from 9 to 3. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's six hours in case you were wondering. There are three classes. So uh, it will be double A has the first part of the first session, then AAA will have the second middle two hours, and then single A will run from, well, we'll wrap up uh, session number one. We're going to focus our coverage this year on the Class A tournament, so that will start roughly around 1 o'clock, um, but it it starts as soon as, you know, they don't like wait around and start all the, and now bring out this, if the mat's open and there's a single A wrestler who's ready to roll, um, they kind of get it going because they know how long of a day it, it in fact is. So uh, then there's a, a second session that starts around 4 or 4.30, I think. And that will run until they're done wrestling for the day. Things pick back up on Saturday bright and early (laughs) again so we will have plenty of state tournament wrestling coverage again this year Kyle Gilseen and Dan Lawson will be bringing that for us and then there's section girls basketball on the docket for the uh, uh, for later in the week we have section hockey on the schedule tomorrow. Yeah, what a win for uh, WDC on Friday night. Overtime, 4-3 to three victory against Morris Benson area. They advanced to the MAC for the first time in uh, a very long time. I can't remember the year off the top of my head, but a big win for them. 
Yeah, they'll play Alexandria area tomorrow, uh, Tuesday the 28th, 4.30. They get game one of the two games at the MAC, and uh, we will have that game on KWAD. If the Wolverines win, they would play in the section championship on Thursday, so that would mean we would have section hockey instead of section girls basketball. Um uh, Thursdays up in the air, <laughs> I guess would be the uh, the main point of what's happening. But um, we've we've been teasing about it for us for a while. This is the this is the week of our of our personal very very hectic schedule. Yeah, a lot of stuff going on, and as uh, you just heard Corey mention, it's all contingent on how everybody else does. So there's not a lot of planning that kind of goes into these next couple weeks. It's more of uh, yep. uh, let's look in the morning and see what the schedule is, and let's try and go from there. Yeah, it's uh, if I can do things, if I can, so like Monday for for Tuesday, and then on Tuesday. Well, on Wednesday, I'll try to get Thursday organized, and then Friday, I'll try to get Saturday organized, and and it's it's kind of like a twenty four hours at a time kind of a deal. It's it's really really fun, and um um man, I can. It, this is also the week where my text message my text messages kind of go up because I start hearing from board ops and everyone else who's expected to call games and like, hey, man, what's the plan? Like, I don't know yet. <laughs> I don't know yet. We'll get it as soon as we can, I promise. Hey, Corey, what's the plan? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, on Tuesday, we're going to do hockey. <laughs> That's what I know. That's all we know at this point. Uh, Corey, you ready to uh, maybe do a bit of vibe checking? Yeah, let's do it. Vibes? You know about vibes? Vibe check. Vibe, vibe, vibe check. Put out the vibe. Where do you want to go first with this Monday morning vibe check? I don't care. You, I don't care. You, if you, if you're feeling strongly about something, let's do that. Let's go with the one uh, that you caught a little bit of last night in your Minnesota Timberwolves dropping a game on the road on national television against the Golden State Warriors. Corey, what vibes are the Wolves giving you right now? All right, I have uh, I actually have a couple different things about this. First of all, not a great loss. They were up basically the entire game. I think Golden State took their first lead. I don't know with four minutes left or something like that. Like the Timberwolves were were kind of in front the entire time. Um, they didn't have Gobert. Did the Wolves or Torian Prince or Torian Prince? Obviously, Cat's dead, so they didn't have him. But I don't even think anybody's worried about Cat playing at this point. So it's not even like you can you can barely say at this point of the season that the Timberwolves were without Cat. That's yeah. just like that's just like standard operating procedure at this point. Well, exactly. I think there was a report that said Carl Anthony Towns is maybe going to come back the last couple weeks of the regular season, which is not. That's like that's not good. We better be seeing him next week then. Uh, Richard Jefferson said a really funny thing he, during the game. He goes, "They are, they're not even saying he's a week out or ten days out. It's still an undetermined comeback for him. So he's done. We're not going to see him. No, it. So I mean, it's rough sledding for the Wolves. Who, by the way, will probably sneak into the play-in tournament, but also at the same time. Uh, that this wasn't sneak into the playoff tournament was not the expectation coming into this season, and here we are. 
and yet here we are. I don't know. I feel the the uh, my my what uh, play the play the middle one because I feel about the Timberwolves like I always feel. The Timberwolves are just playing basketball. I want to vibe. Yeah, I mean that's fair. Like you, everybody desperately wants to hop onto the Wolves bandwagon, and yet they just keep failing. And I think I should have went back to the phrase I used before last season, which was. They need to prove it to me. The Wolves have been such a dysfunctional franchise since their inception that any type of success, even minimal, we can't use that to say now they'll be successful from here on in. We always, until they prove they have multiple years of consistent success, we can't ever assume that the Timberwolves are going to do things competently and play competent basketball. So, I mean, I'll be honest, Corey, uh, it's, it's wrong. Everything's wrong. Well, the vibes are wrong. The vibes are wrong. I mean, this is there's a very strong possibility Chris Finch gets fired at the end of this season based on how things are. After signing an extension the year before, things are not good in Timberwolves land. I mean, if that's – I don't agree with that. But if – I don't quite if, agree with it if either. If new ownership is feeling like um, they – like the splash they made with Gobert is the splash that they needed to make, and Chris Finch is the reason why it's not working. Um, they're gonna do it. I disagree with that, but uh, there's no but other they're move. gonna do it. There's no other move they can make at this point. I think is the re- like that's why he's the next guy in the chopping block. He already shipped D'Angelo Russell out of town. Cat and Ant aren't going anywhere. Gobert's not going anywhere. So. Well, the thing, I guess, you know, I think the reasonable expectation on all of this is that um, the team that they signed up for this year is not the team that they got. They've been hurt. They've been yeah. feeling all, like, whatever. Sometimes ex- uh, injuries are not an excuse. Teams will say that, but they are. Uh, having a bunch of injuries are an excuse, especially when it's your best player, especially when it's a big and you're trying to incorporate another big and you need to figure out what the heck is going on. Um, Like, they didn't get a chance to play and gel and get better together. So unless you think that it was never going to work with Finch, um, you know, you need some sort of crystal ball to really understand that. Yeah. Uh, one last thing, too. Mike Conley had a quote after the game, and maybe it was the game before, uh, where he's like, we can't just keep saying, oh, once Cat gets back, everything's going to be fixed. He said, no, we need to fix things now. Yeah. Like that's, and that just comes from a 34 year old vet in Conley. He's right. Just no, being around the game. But because if Cat comes, it's going to get weird with Cat again. Like, exactly. It changes the whole dynamic of that team. So if you fix it now and figure out how to incorporate Cat into that, you'll be, you'll be in a good, in a good spot. There's been effort issues with this Wolves team that have been scathing. And that maybe is the biggest. In how much do you blame it on Finch? How much do you blame it on the guys? Something's got to change in in that aspect. But let's move on. Hold on. Hold on. We can't because I have an aside. Okay. I don't get to watch a lot of Timberwolves mm-hmm. because I don't have Bally. Uh, everyone together. Boo. But this game was on ESPN, so I got to watch. Um, uh, I Also, because I don't get to watch a lot of Timberwolves, I just don't actively choose to watch a ton of NBA. Yeah. But every time I do, I am reminded um, that, and my disclaimer is, I know you're not supposed to say this out loud, okay? I, okay. Know, I know you're not supposed to. The officiating stinks in the NBA. Oh, it's bad. It, it, I know it's always, it's been this Basketball's way. Basketball's a hard sport to officiate. No, no, it isn't. 
It isn't. Just do a good job. And these guys, it is really, really hard to watch them officiate. I, As a matter of fact, I think the way the game is officiated in the NBA has dictated the way this game is played more than anything else. Yeah. People want to talk about how the three has changed the game. That's kind of true. I mean, it is true. Um, but I think NBA officiating has has changed the way the game is played probably more than anything. Now, m- maybe I'm out of pocket here a little bit, but the officials on the floor are not supposed to be any different than the basketball or the hoop, mm-hmm. right? They're just there to help the game be played. And the way they call the game dictates and the players are smart enough to understand that if I'm a name in the NBA or I get to the rack I'm just going to get a foul called. I think officiating has changed the way the game is going to be played or is played more than almost anything else. It is atrocious to watch them. there's there's no the only consistent part of the NBA officiating is the fact if you've heard of the guy who's dribbling the basketball He's going to get a foul called about 98 times out of 100. It's infuriating to watch. Infuriating. All right, one last bit, Corey. Uh, Minnesota Wild won yesterday. Kirill Kaprizov had a Hattie in a 3-2 to two overtime victory. How are we feeling about those Wild? Five out of six. They're in their hot streak. We knew it had to happen. Let's keep it going. It's the vibe I love. It's the vibe I love. And, yeah, I'll hop on that bandwagon. Let's go Wild. Not like we got the Wolves to fall back on twin spring training games have begun as well so feeling pretty good about that and of course the vikings are just kind of kind of going quiet with their moves nfl combine coming up though we'll know a lot more about what the purple are planning on doing this offseason in the next couple of weeks this has been the morning sports desk for monday february 27th